nerd. 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 I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Nerd! Holy crap, Welcome nerdy. to Nerdables. This week we are talking Henry Cavill leaving Superman, Henry Cavill returning to Superman, Kit Harrington as Batman, Joaquin Phoenix reveals his creepy take on the Joker, and Venom is PG-13. I'm R.A. Joining me are Chris, Ethan, and Mikey. Welcome, guys. That's Yay, take 45. <laughs> we made it. No, we didn't, because he still screwed that one up. But see, I can cut that part. So. Can you? Yeah. I don't think... It's going to be... <laughs> Welcome to Nerdables. This week, talking... Henry Cavill, <laughs> I'm R.A. Pause. It's just a very robotic. We are talking. Oh, we should do that. Cavill. We should run one of those through one of those robot things. Oops. Oh, my goodness. The thing's going all over the place. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> this, yeah. Okay, cool. All right, so. <laughs> Superman. I just want to go back to the handheld mics. There we go. All right, so. The big news that came out early in the week was that Henry Cavill was leaving Superman. Well, and, yeah. and the internet went crazy. But then all of a sudden, not even an hour later... No, it it wasn't, was, it, the news wasn't he was leaving Superman. This all started when it was revealed that Henry, Cav- Henry Cavill... <laughs> now, I can't say his name. Was not going to perform a cameo in Shazam. Right. Warner Brothers wanted him to do a cameo in the movie Shazam to kind of bring that into the larger DC universe. Because of scheduling issues, he wasn't able to do it. Within 15 minutes, the internet went crazy with, he's leaving Warner Brothers, he's never playing Superman again, and that's the end of it. And then within another 15 minutes, he was back on board to play Superman, he just wasn't playing Superman in Shazam, because he couldn't, and then 15 minutes later, it was, Cavill's out as Superman... Matt Reeves is not doing Batman. Ben Affleck is not doing Batman. The whole Batman project is over. Justice League 2 is gone. Wonder Woman's going to space. I mean, within an hour, this Wonder became... Wonder Woman's going to space. It was this, this incredible... All that really we knew... Of. Yeah, all we really knew at the beginning was he's not going to be able to do the Superman cameo in Shazam. And that led to all of the times of... You know, sources say speculation, all of this that he was done with DC, right? And his contract was over, and for some reason, then that whole thing exploded into Matt Reeves' Batman, that that had been canceled. Yes, we're, we're thinking because we already have the idea because Matt Affleck went back to to or rehab. had to go back to rehab. Mm-hmm. That it's very likely he won't be in the Batman film if, for anything else, the fact that the insurance for that film is going to be massively expensive. Right. So that became a part of this story, and all these characters are leaving. The funniest thing that came out of it was that picture of the Justice League in their civilian clothes, you know, the cast picture. Yeah. And they have the, the Thanos snap for Henry and Ben Affleck as if they're disappearing <laughs> yeah. into dust. I thought well, that was hilarious. Well, but it's amazing to see. We've seen this with so many stories where it's just a little piece of fact. Right. Warner Brothers admitted to the fact Henry's not going to be able to. Superman's not going to be in, Super, in, in Shazam because Henry's schedule doesn't allow him to do it. 
Right. And then that became this gigantic thing where now we still don't know. We the don't Hollywood know for sure anything. Put it out. I mean, her universe, everybody was covering this thing like it was, you know, already a fact. Like, you know, because no, it, it had been, been written in stone that he was gone. I'm surprised the Hollywood Reporter did it because I was it's too. an actual journalistic thing. Which just sort of depends on. Or anything like that. Well, it depends on what your sources are. Yeah. You know, it's stuff like that. It's funny that it comes up this week because I was talking with a friend of mine who is, you know, used to work for a sports network. Right. And he says so much of what these reporters and stuff, the pundits that have, is complete BS. It yeah. really is. Just we accuse them of making up stuff. But he knows that a lot of the guys, that, especially with the age of social media, these guys that are covering leagues, whether you're covering NFL, Major League Baseball, hockey, basketball, that they do just make up stuff. Right. You know, sources say that this team's best player is looking to be traded. He has no sources. It's nothing. It's just you have to get people talking. You have to get people clicking. Now, this isn't that sort of case in terms of there's no reason for someone to sit here. I mean, I guess there is. If, if you're if you're JoeBlowMovieReviews.com or whatever, if you put that story out and people click through, you're the only one reporting that right. Henry Cavill's gone. Then people will click to your site first. But once it gets to Vanity Fair and Hollywood Reporter, I know in terms of the thread that we have together, Facebook or, or a text thread that we have for this show, yeah. we try and find those stories that are from, you know, Real Variety, Variety, GQ, Hollywood Reporter, uh, LA Times, you know, that type of stuff. It's usually start somewhere else because these guys do have those kind of sources too. These other smaller sites, but, those but it isn't until it isn't until we get a site that that we can verify and trust, right? But we've seen those sites get duped too. Again, going back to sports, we saw Sports Illustrated get duped a number of times yeah. with false stories that are that are reportedly, you know, this is what's happening, and you find out it's a complete lie, and it was never, it was something that was made up by a journalist. Yeah, well, that's what it was. You know, I'd seen it come up on my thread on Facebook, you know, from. You know, Cinnabon or whatever those ones are, you know, Newsroom and all those. Mm, Cinnabon. And it wasn't until, you know, I got the notification from Hollywood Reporter that yeah. I went, oh, wait, I guess he is leaving. Hmm. And then it was like, you know, oh, nope, that's been retracted. And then Warner Brothers put out a statement that was really kind of ambiguous. You but know, it's okay because like, his Henry Cavill's Instagram post totally cleared it up. <laughs> Eye roll. <laughs> but yeah, it was just one of those things where it was just really weird that you know, and it, you can see something very plausible with him leaving. You know, I especially mean, because he's doing the Witcher TV show for Netflix now. Yes, yeah. or something. Like yeah, I guess that, that's so. kind of rolled into this. Is right. Yeah. Earlier that week or late last week, he was announced as the star of the Witcher TV series for Netflix. Yes. So it's you know he does have a job that is going to take some time. <laughs> right. And, but that, and and that's probably the schedule that keeps him from doing Shazam. But because or there's whatever no... he's working on now. I mean, we saw last year when he was working on Mission Impossible. Right. And he had I don't know what he's doing right now, but what it sounds like is it, he may have already started the Witcher thing. I don't I don't know that that production schedule. Right. I don't know if he's currently in production for something, but um, that could have kept him from this, but it not doesn't necessarily keep him from the next Superman film or the next Justice League film because neither of those are on the slate. I was just going to say neither ones are on. We've the been slate talking right about Matt Reeves' Batman for two years, and it's still not even in production. I was surprised. We're going to get to the story later. Yeah. With the Joker pictures, I'm like, I didn't even realize they were already shooting this. I didn't realize that was in production. And it almost, no. <laughs> when we get to it, I'll say it again. It, was like, it almost feels like DC's going, go shoot something, for God's sakes. Yeah. We can't just keep putting out all this stuff. Um, 
it's this the the tumult in this thing it, it's just it's unbelievable just when you think you can't have DC films Warner Brother DC films whatever it can't get any worse it can't get any weirder it can't right. get any more crazy and here it is you know we've been talking about a year and a half to two years now all this stuff that they've thrown out we're going to make these movies and then retract them we have no idea any we can go through these shows hell i think we saw something once a couple of weeks ago we're like i didn't even realize they ever announced they were making that yeah you know it was some character we're going were they ever going to make that film like what the heck is this you know we had gotham city sirens which was and wasn't we had a standalone harley which was and wasn't we had two competing joker films and now we only have one we have a batman standalone that was in the universe not in the universe was in the universe again and then they you have, have I mean, flash they, they have that doesn't have a movie cyborg that doesn't have a movie well, flash aren't they still trying to not that i know of there's nothing on the slate there's nothing in production that's the thing because that right one now, went from being flash to being flashpoint but it's, back to flash but then it, there still isn't anything there there's no right. director there's no script there's no production well they had a couple directors and then they left yeah that's what i'm saying then, as of right now as far as we know there's no director there's nothing no, there's no story Wonder Woman concept 1984 there's or two well, or whatever it is you have joker now Yes. That's what I was saying. That shooting this is almost a sense of, at least we have something in production after Wonder Woman comes out next year. As far as films, because they have a lot going on on their their app. Yeah, but that because stuff isn't in Doom universe. Squad, they have. Yes, yeah. but that, none of that stuff's in universe. That's like saying the CW is is connected. To, right. It isn't. Which they what just I'm, announced somebody else for Doom Squad. Which I, I, Doom Patrol. Or Doom Patrol. It was. Um, it's the, it's the professor, isn't it? Shoot. I can't remember his name. Anyway. Yes. That's not the story we're talking about. No. But in terms of DC Films, as its own entity. It's its own bubble and its own thing. And just when you think it can't get any weirder, it gets weirder. And you just sort of kind of throw your hands up like, what the heck are you doing? And It's not that we don't want it. We want to see DC Films. We I want don't. I don't care anymore. But, I mean, you want if, if you came out and there if they was... they were good, yes. I mean... I, I started it's to too, together. For me, it's too late. Uh, I'll take the Wonder Woman, and that's about it. If they they should have been better at the beginning, I don't care anymore. Yeah. So I started putting a, a, together a chart like a good, bad, the ugly of Marvel and uh, and DC films, and I'm talking like every one of them ever made. You know, and you're there's only a handful of DC films. That 1970s Captain America films got to be number one. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> Fantastic Four is on, yeah, but as, as part of the ugly. But then you look at the good for, let's say, just for DC right now. That's you know, since that's what we're talking about. You have the three Nolan films. You have Superman, the original, Superman two. The, you know, um, I would say the first two Tim Burton Batman movies. Even though they don't I'll, hold up as I'll well. I'll give you the two, but I still think Batman well, is I, terrible. I, I put it as as. Good. You know, I mean, no, I, as, I, or I, I am not a fan of that film. I don't think that that's a good film. Which at all. one? Returns. Yeah, I don't think Batman Returns. returns. Is a good film at all. And then and to I, me, Batman really doesn't hold up. Yeah, but it's still I can still watch it. And then I'll give you uh, Man of Steel. Even though Man of Steel, when it came out, remember, Man of Steel had a lot of people ha- hating on that film. And a lot of people talking... I never really liked that film, no. There was a lot of people that were talking about, oh, the product placement was just too over yeah. the top. Of that, that was you. That was, <laughs> now I heard that the majority is yeah. the, as the problem. It was you, too you dark. You the problem with the codex. The, but. Yeah, the coloring, yeah. the... the you know. No, there's, there's problems with that film, but there are enough people... I'll give you that enough people enjoy that film that you can, if you're taking it objectively, if you're taking right. it as kind of a, 
a, a general audience score. Let's take, you know, let's say a, a, a Rotten Tomatoes score that isn't Rotten Tomatoes, like just a, a personal. Right. I know people who enjoy Man of Steel a lot. I know people who enjoy Wonder Woman a lot. I don't know anyone, not anyone, I don't know more than, you know, two or three people that enjoyed Justice League. Right. I don't know anybody who enjoyed Suicide Squad. And I know maybe one person that enjoys Batman, Batman versus, versus Superman. Superman. And I'm talking actually knowing somebody in terms of online groups that I'm on or friends or kind of extended family or customers at my store. Right. Those films are all but reviled yeah. by them. There's the few candidates that are... Nolan's films has a lot of fans. Um, Burton's, Burton's two. I'll give you Burton's two. Wonder Woman, and Superman one and two. Yeah, and that's it. Now, and here's the thing. So, and going back to Henry Cavill on this, uh, Just call him Henry. I know. Going back to HC on this. Good board. Uh, calves. <laughs> no, because then we start talking about LeBron leaving, and it's just gonna be a mess. So, he really hasn't done a Superman the you know Superman movie quality film as the Superman character. What I, I would still s- think Man of Steel is up there. I mean, I'm probably one of the few I don't. That here's here's the thing. Film. My problem, my problem and problems with Man of Steel have nothing to do with him. I Correct. love him as Superman. Yeah. And I love him as Clark. Yes. I want him to be I want him in a better film. He deserves right. a better film. I said the same thing about Wonder Woman. Yes. I thought Gail Godot as Wonder Woman and even um Patty Jenkins deserved a better film. Totally. In my eyes. Uh, You can go back to um, Punisher. That first Punisher movie. Is it Dolph Lundgren? No, no, no. Tom Jane. Yeah. Thomas Jane is a brilliant Punisher. Yes. I'm not a super fan of that movie because I don't think they get the the thing right. I thought the the tone of the second film was better, was more along the lines of what you would think a Punisher film would be. Warzone. Yeah. But he's just not as good. A, he's not as good a Punisher. You didn't think as, Ray Stevenson was as good? Not as Thomas, not as much as Thomas Jane. No, yeah. I mean it's a different, it's a different feel. He's older. Yeah, he's got a different body type. To me, it felt more like a Warren Ellis run, but yeah, it's 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 a film that uh, because it, it's much more R-rated and yeah. it's got crazy stuff. But the bad guys are so terrible in that film. I don't Jigsaw remember. is so worthless. Oh yeah. So it's it's the film itself is not fantastic. You're, you're, you don't have to be that close. Yeah, well, I'm trying to figure out. Um, but again, you'll, you'll see characters that are in, that play their characters really well. Again, I, I thought from, I thought Ben Affleck makes a decent Batman for the type of Batman that they made. An older Batman, an I, older Bruce Lane. Bruce I Lane? I don't know who Bruce Lane is. Bruce Lane? Yeah. It's when he Bruce marries Wayne. Lois and takes her last name instead. That'd be interesting. Yeah. That takes the whole Martha thing to a wholly different, different level now. Because now you're you're putting Lois Lane's mother's name is Martha also, so now the three of them have something in common where they can end a movie on it. Everyone's name, everyone's mother in it's the DC Martha. universe is named Martha. Um, no, but you're I I like I didn't I liked Ben Affleck as Batman, as you know as an older Batman. Mm-hmm. I thought it played very well. Um, Just everything everything surrounding them is terrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. The villains seem to be terrible. You know, my, my thing with Man of Steel is I thought the, the, the Kryptonian angle of the Codex was terrible. Yeah. And Zod wasn't enough for me. He wasn't... Like, I thought the two, the two heavies, the two minions, 
were much more menacing and powerful than Zod ever was. Yes. And so I, I don't know. I, the beginning of that film to me is terrible. It's it's just really the long. The whole Krypton thing was the too Krypton much. thing was way too much and to me. And so the pacing I think is all wrong and the cut up. I, mean, I don't think it's a good film. Right. I love Henry Cavill as Superman. Superman. <laughs> and my hope was that when they got to a Justice League film, he'd be Superman in the Justice League film, and he's not because he's dead. Right. For most of it, or whatever. And it just, I don't know. It, it's <laughs> it brings up again the idea that we we've beat to death is where do you stop, and where do you reload? And the answer in the last couple of months seems to have been from their announcements is. They've kind of thrown out the idea of a connected universe and just said these are the worlds of DC. Right. And that might be the right solution, where you can make a Superman film with Henry Cavill, with Michael B. Jordan, and yeah, just make it a – we'll get to I, that. Yeah. Um, make it a film that's just a different universe, a different time, or, or whatever. Yes. Yeah, so the other story that came out of this was in towards that hour – where my eyes, my, my pupils are in the back of my head and I want to blow my brains out, was all these reports that DC is reportedly wanting Michael B. Jordan to play Superman. Yes. And then the internet went crazy with that. And of course, this is a very touchy subject because he's black. Right. And people go, but Superman can't be black. Oh, Lord. No, you can't really say that. But he can. He can because it's just whatever you decide that character is going to be right he can be black he can be white it doesn't matter if if it's a new character if it's him you know did he grow up in Kansas maybe cuz guess what there are black people in Kansas <laughs> a lot of them <laughs> get to St. Louis yeah maybe oh that's no, Missouri but uh, i understand where people the, the the issue people have it's taking an established character and then changing it for just the sake of change that's where that's where the thing is. If you're going to do, it's funny. It's Michael B. Jordan. Why do you make he was the Why do you make Torch. Human Torch black? And not seeing the film, I can't say one way or the other. But my feeling would be, they didn't do anything with it. There's a, if you're going to do this as a reason, right. why is he African American being black in that role needs to mean something. If yes. you're going to take a character that your your source material is what. Or maybe it doesn't. Maybe it is just that's how we become colorblind. It just doesn't matter. We throw them in there. Okay. Well, here's. But it's tough when your sisters when they don't uh, when they don't cast a black woman to be Sue. Right. So then it brings in it. It's like why? And And like if you're gonna do one, do the other. Leave them brother and sister, and it's just assumed that they're adopted, or you know, one of them is adopted, one of us. It's sort of. It's it's like why? Okay. What would you be doing if, you, if you're going after Michael B. Jordan to be Superman? Why? Is it we, want, we like him as an actor? Is it we like him as a charismatic personality that's going to help bring new people to the role? Which is an honest assessment. If you're sitting there saying, we want to do a Superman film where he's black because we've seen Black Panther, we've seen that this audience is underserved and we want more black superheroes, and we've decided to take our big, you know, the big blue Boy Scout, and we're going to make them... In, that's a valid point, but you need to own that point. Sure. You need to own that and say, but this is the reason of, we're doing it. Instead taking an established character like that, then create a new one. But that's here's the thing. A new character isn't going to do anything. In no. Hollywood today, there's no new characters. No, but okay. In reverse of that, what if they if Marvel now went, you know what? Black Panther is going to be white. Well, it's going to be really hard because black's in the name. I know that, but I'm just saying. But that, that's the thing is, Black Panther is created as an African superhero. Yes. Literally. So he's South African. In keeping that, he's Wakandan. 
In keeping that, no, what he's saying is if we do a white one, he's a a South African. No, I know, I got it. In keeping that story, then yes, he has to be black. If they decided to do Black Panther, as as Ethan joked tongue-in-cheek, but it's a real thing. He's an African superhero, but he's from South Africa, and he's white, but he fought against apartheid. It just, if you're going to do it, you've got to give me a reason why you're changing your character. Um, or, or explain it with sexuality or whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever you're gonna do, do it. But that's, and if it is even a non-creative choice, if it is, we want Michael B. Jordan to play Superman because we want to tap into an audience that does not see our films. Right. As DC films, we do not have a, so a major right? black uh, a hero. Cyborg is on Justice League, but he's not a major hero. He doesn't hero. hold his own. So instead of you know, unfortunately, their established characters are not black. Right. And unlike Marvel, they haven't been able to take any of these. Uh, John Stewart is the closest. John Stewart's the closest. See, but we saw it in Suicide Squad with Deadshot with correct. Will Smith. Yeah. Why is Will Smith Deadshot? Because yes. that's the actor they were looking for. And if anyone in D.C. is telling you, is not telling you, we did it because we wanted African-Americans to come see our film, they're lying to your face. Right. Because that's a character you can take. It doesn't matter whether he's white or black. You can take a very prominent African-American actor and put him in that role and hope that that is going to connect with an audience that you can't reach with Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman being... Not you can't. I don't mean to say that it doesn't, but... It's, you know, it's it's there's a different there's a different point yes. to it. You know, Black Panther, quote unquote, belongs to the African American community, which it should. Yeah. Where Iron Man wouldn't be, but it doesn't mean that the African American community doesn't you, like Iron Man. You just mentioned John Stewart, Green Lantern, John Stewart. Um, shouldn't uh, do you think that if they put out a Green Lantern John Stewart movie now, that it would draw the same? Connection to the community to that community as yes. Black Panther. Yes, mm, I don't know about I don't, Black Panther. I, see, I don't think anything culturally. Could, I don't think. I don't think anything so could because Black Panther. You know, I mean, obviously, Black Panther does have it's, a connotation. Because he's African. I mean, right. that's that's yeah. that's a big. John, I've said that the next Green Lantern film should be John Stewart because without a doubt because there's so much to explore in him as a character, as a former Marine, mm-hmm. as a decorated war hero. As someone who's not from middle America, you know, he's not rich. He's not Bruce Wayne. He's not a god like Diana. He's not an alien. He's he's, he's an everything. Ar- he's, hmm? he's an architect, engineer, yeah. architectural engineer. Yeah. Who was also, you know, in joins the, the, yeah. the Marine Corps. And everything. So that character established as an African-American, has an African-American, a classic African-American black uh, background. Good Lord. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Background. I've created a new word. Hashtag background. Um, No. uh, It makes sense. Sure. But Green Lantern as a character does not have the same name as Superman internationally. It just doesn't. I I know that. I mean, as as soon as they said, you know, Warner Brothers was searching for Michael B. Jordan to be the next Superman. And I said, one, but two... It makes sense from a marketing standpoint. Sure. To me. But it also leads to... You, th- you, you think are, Star Wars toxic thing. fans are bad? I mean, this is... It's, it's a tough thing. It's like, how do you have that conversation in a way that doesn't paint you one way or the other? Right. It, it causes such an extreme division. 
And is that what DC really needs right now? No, they, that's the last thing they need. That's what I mean. It's like sort of why there's no reason to. I, I think the, the benefits don't outweigh the negatives in terms of what is going to happen when you have other black characters that exist as black characters right. that you well, could bring out also there. also the fact that, you know, Henry Cavill does such a good job as Superman. People don't want to see another one until he's... Oh, that was, that was there, yeah. Gone, you know? But that's the thing, is if he's gone, what do you do? Yeah. If he's gone, do you make... Um, what was the... Oh, you probably... You, you didn't read Future's End. Um, God, no. Because there, there is a black Superman in, in the multiverse. Yeah, it's right. from Multiversity. Is a multiversity? Yeah. That is, oh yeah, it's a multiversity one, not not Future's End. Morrison introduced him. So there there is a. Do you do that character? Do that character as coming over and there's two Supermen in our universe and it's like him and Henry Cavill. Yeah. yeah, that's what I would say you do. You could. And then what you have it as. If and who knows to, if they didn't if they didn't already explore that option and that's where this rumor came from. Right. Mm-hmm. And then because you could do it that way and then have the Superman from Earth One have to go off planet or something. Yeah. Or maybe you have him captured and the the Superman that comes from the multiversity... The problem is... We'll call it multiversity Superman. Now you gotta try and introduce that concept. Brainiac that's Because that's the thing, like, like when we talk about time travel in the Marvel Universe fixing everything and all this other crap, as comic book fans, of course, we look at it and go, oh, they should just use the time stone sure. to go back and change this oh they can retcon this but it's this also with it. been established that that exists so right but to the idea but. that you're going this is why I think Flashpoint would ultimately fail on every level to make the focus of your film in an established superhero universe to retcon your own superhero universe is going to fail a modern oh I agree a uh, mass audience as comic book fans you're, these characters coming back where people are like, what? I, uh, Coulson comes back to life? What? what? I, 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 you don't read comic books. Right. As a comic book fan, I was like, no big deal. You could see the people that read Infinity Gauntlet and didn't. Yeah. Those that didn't at the end of the movie, oh, everyone's gone in my face. Mm-hmm. Relax. Give it an hour. Yeah. Like next year, within an hour, yeah. I guarantee you T'Challa is going to be back. Well, I mean, that's not, I mean, that's the midway point in the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Everybody's but, all up in arms about, like, oh. They're not yeah. doing another Spider-Man. He's shooting it right now. It has a title. <laughs> What's going to happen? No, it doesn't exist. Give me two weeks. I'll spoil the whole damn and thing for it, you. It's hard for for sometimes people like I'll us. have the trailers before Avengers. Well, like Winter Soldier. <laughs> See, that's as, soon as, as soon as Winter Soldier gets announced as the title of, of the second Cap movie, we're like, oh, it's Bucky. Right. There were a lot of people that didn't know that. Right. And you forget that. You forget that the people that are outside of your circle... First time my mother saw that movie, she's like, oh, that's his friend from the other movies. Like, oh, yeah, you don't know about <laughs> oh, that no. story. <laughs> it, it's a good surprise for yeah. everybody who doesn't read comics. When though. we went to see it, <laughs> when he takes his mask off, <gasps> you know, people in the audience are like, <gasps> really oh, yeah, yeah. You don't even realize when you watch the trailers right. that they don't show his face. No. Like, we're watching the trailer going, Bucky, dude, it's totally Bucky. Oh, wait. Other people watched the trailer and had no well, idea. You see so. the, you know, the, the instance you see the arm, you go, there's Bucky. Well, yeah, we know We it. know that. Well, yeah. But, yeah. No, but the, the mass audience doesn't. But, that's so. what's, but see, that's the problem with a lot of these films. is, it, And I think that's one of the fatigues that DC has is there's not enough of the mainstream audience 
that is accepting these films, and there's not a lot of the comic book fans that are accepting the premises of these films. Because I don't think like, it's premises, it's execution. Or the execution. The premise of the film, I mean, it's, it's when you announce the villain for Justice League and you have the mass audience saying who yeah. and you have the geek audience saying why, why? yeah why oh. why step black adam you idiots yeah cuz now you don't have the rock or anything but you could have had him he could have done justice league maybe we would have avoided this jungle cruise movie which pictures are from and it's like this actually kind of looks cool but if it changes my favorite ride i'm going to be really pissed yeah but yeah i mean Everybody said the same thing about Jumanji. Yeah, but Jumanji is not going to change an attraction and then, at, at, at a theme park. <laughs> you well, know you're still going to ride the ride. Pirates of the Caribbean. I'm going to run the, the boat. One of these days, I'm going to knock one of those skippers out of the boat because I know how to do. I know how to use the throttle. Well, one of the I even know how to. If you get derailed, I know how to call for help. So there, I'm running. I'm running that. <laughs> They're going to get rid of all the puns. You can't make it. Up. Oh jeez. Oh wow. <laughs> It's so funny is, uh, on that, real quick on the Jungle Cruise ride, when you get to the you know the backside of water, and the backside of water, and the the the, the, <laughs> the skipper goes, O two H, and no one on the boat is doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, I've been there where no one's done. And I've been there where you know well, we, we're chanting O two H. Yeah, it just depends on who's on. The, the, the well, it depends on the like, skipper. You got it. Because oh, wow, the, you the, got that. The backside of water is pretty much the only joke that every skipper does. Right. Because even sometimes they don't even do the seventh wonder of the, or the eighth wonder of the world, the backside of water. They don't always do the don't try this at home, you'll hit your head on the shower. Or the um, sink. Or the sink. I've heard the sink. I've, I usually hear the shower head. Uh, what's, the, what's, what's the other one? Because there's the O2H, and then there's the H2O. I haven't heard the H2O. Oh, I've heard the Whoa. H2O. Well, it's like, yeah, the, the people go through, they're just excited, it's H2O, um, which is actually a joke that White Chocolate's friend did when we were in Vegas on his bachelor party weekend, and we were walking, is it, what is it, the Venetian that has the, no, not the Venetian, Bellagio. Bellagio. But, yeah. And they see this, they have that little water show, and he's like, when, when the water does this, is it H2O? And we kicked him out of the group for like 20 minutes. <laughs> like, you go over there now. Don't talk to us. Uh, but anyway, I have yeah, I haven't heard that one. But I've heard the yeah. So anyways, back to DC, and back to to Henry Cavill. Cavill. God, which I'm really just became, yeah, you can't pronounce his name. Now I want you to meet him. And Hi, I'm Mr. Cavalli. 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 Henry Cavill. Cavalli. Now I just want to say it wrong to screw up again. <laughs> um, no, it was it was one of those things where when I first saw it, I was like. It's, I almost expected it for him to be leaving. Yeah, because we didn't. We as didn't an actor, not say you it. don't want to continuously do movies where it fails. you're in a, a failing movie, and it's not failing financially. No, it's, not. it's failing. Well, Justice League did. Critically. Yes. Well, and also he was contracted for three movies. He did his three movies. You know, he did Man of Steel. He did Batman vs Superman and Justice League. Those are Did he really movies. do Justice League? Well, he was in Did the second re- half of he was it. In yeah, four minutes of it. Um, <coughs> the thing with and but it's also he's established himself as an actor outside of those films. Right. He's really good in Mission Impossible. Yeah. He's just, 
damn, he's, he's a great actor, and I I really enjoyed him as Superman. I enjoy him in other movies too. So. See, I, I still liked. I I saw Man from Uncle. I liked him in that. Yeah, I he's know, good in that. That movie. I know terrible. a lot of people didn't like that movie, but I thought he was. I thought they didn't like that movie. It was just sort of it's a movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. it wasn't bad and it wasn't good. But yeah, no, he's good. He's 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 good. So we'll see what Marvel movie he does next. Since he's, <laughs> that's, I just want to see Marvel announce like Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck, and Gail Godot are all in the new, <laughs> all in a new Marvel film. They're he's re- of DC. Just go what? They're replacing. They're with Cap the, and, the Eternals or whatever. Yeah. Well, they've talked about doing the Eternals. Or not the Eternals. Uh, Thanos's group from. Yeah. Whatchamacallit. Uh, remember, they're, there no, was something doing, that came out X-Men. saying they were talking about doing. Uh, ben Affleck's going to play Professor X. Henry Cavill is oh, Scott. <laughs> no, he's Scott. And uh, and Gal Gadot is, is Jean Wolverine. Grey. They Jean. make him a little older. No, they were talking about doing. Uh, no, Hugh Jackman's going to play Wolverine Gun after uh, Avengers 4. Doubtful. Yeah, very doubtful. That, curb, that Kirby stuff does it. Tra- yeah, it doesn't yeah. translate very well. So, Kit Harrington from Game of Thrones fame has been rumored to be talking. What, what is Game of Thrones? Okay, some, it's like some indie show on HBO. Okay. It's, first it's, season it's over, is, right? Its first season yeah. is next year. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay, yeah. It hasn't been really doing that well. Did they move their season back again? Is it like 2025 now? No, no. they say first half of 2019, yeah, but they haven't given us. Winter's five. coming or something. Is it uh, a short season, too? Isn't it like nine episodes? Uh, it's eight. eight episodes, but some episodes are going to be two hours long. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> it's going to be a longer season, but yeah, shorter. Like shorter number of episodes. Interesting. Yeah. Um, just release it as an eight-hour film. Exactly. What about him as Batman? I just don't see it. As a young Batman, sure. First year, year one. <sighs> Look, if if the script is right. If the script is tailored to who's going to play it in a way, there's a lot of people that can play Bruce Wayne. Because, again, when Ben, Aff- ben Affleck's in a, he's too old to play Batman. He's too old. He's, too, he's probably younger than Michael Keaton was, but he just yeah. had, you know, Ben Affleck had that kind of air about him and, and that aura. And I said, if they treat him as a Batman that has ended his career or is towards the twilight, when they first started talking about it, I said, boy, it feels like Dark Knight Returns Batman. Right. Older, grizzled. And what does he play? Someone who has given up being Batman, puts the suit back on to fight Superman. Yep. Exactly what Ben Affleck could play. And I thought an interesting time to... The, the only interesting thing in BVS to me is that they introduce two heroes as they're already heroes. They're already established. There's no origin for Batman or Wonder Woman. They just kind right. of throw them at you as, look who these people are. You get Batman's backstory to a certain degree, but... You know, same thing here. If they do Kit Harrington as, you know, coming back from from taking his year or two or three abroad, you know, the Batman begins. Yeah. Because Bale is, when they did Bale's, it's almost like he's gone for a lot longer than the traditional. Right. You know, when Bruce Lane leaves versus Lane. when yeah, Bruce Lane. I'm just putting L's in front of everybody. <laughs> uh, so you can't say Bruce Wayne, and yeah. you can't say Henry Cavill. Henry Wayne. We'll just do that. Um, but he can fit in that, that sure. spot to me. You know, it, I'm just trying to think of him in, in some of the other things he's done. Well, you're trying to look at him without the long hair and yeah. Yeah. the facial hair. And Again, I don't think Michael time. Keaton looks like Bruce Wayne to me. That's why I've always, like, my, my, everyone's, Batman's Michael Keaton is the best Batman ever. And I'm like, I don't buy him as Bruce Wayne at all. Right. Ethan, who, who did you say last night that should? John Hamm. John Hamm. 
John See again, Hamm. John Hamm would be an older Wants one to play also. A Batman well, of course. John Hamm's willing to play anything. <laughs> John Hamm as Bruce Wayne, I'll get. Yes. I can't see him in the suit. That's what people said about Michael Keaton. I don't see Michael Keaton in the suit. I don't like Michael Keaton as Batman Bruce Wayne. Did so you, you like So you have a Bill Bigsby type <laughs> thing. You have someone else play Bruce Wayne, someone else play Batman. Yeah, that's true. Um, did you like Val Kilmer as Batman and Bruce Wayne? I thought he fit that role better, but those movies are not better. No. The th- I can take the third Batman movie, except I just if you could throw out Two Face in the third yes. movie, you could have a decent film. Totally. With, agree. with Jim Carrey playing Riddler and, totally and Edward Nigma. Because the, the Two Face role is just a waste. Well, that's George I never saw any George Clooney films. Batman. There's only one. No, there's two. There's, isn't there? Isn't there's there two. two there's, there's one two. Kilmer. Yes. Yeah. Isn't there? Isn't there only one? There's only one Kilmer film. There's one Kilmer, one Clooney. Yeah. You're right. There is one of there's one. There's two. Because O'Donnell's in both of those. Huh? No. There's only O'Donnell's three. only in the Clooney one. Rosie O'Donnell? No, because no. I've oh, seen. I've no, Chris O'Donnell is. In no, he's I've in seen. Forever. No, that's that's Fel Kilmer because I've seen that film. Yeah, and because I didn't he makes the joke of holy rusted metal, Batman. George Clooney he, is is the Mr. Freeze one. That's yes. the last one. The nipple suit. Yes. Yes. But Donald's in two. Does. Alicia Silverstone's so in, in the Clooney one. Yes, where she is Alfred's then, granddaughter. I guess I saw a Clooney one, because I know I saw that that's one. That's the one that has Arnold that's Schwarzenegger. Ba- that's Batman and Forever. That's Uma Thurman, Poison Ivy. No, that's Batman that, and Robin. Batman yeah, Forever. That is ba- yeah, Batman. Batman Forever is the Kilmer one. Yeah. No. Oh, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. What's the last one? Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin. That's not... I didn't see Batman and Robin. Batman I didn't, and whatever Robin. the last one is, I didn't see. Look the damn thing up by it's, now. No, Batman and Robin is Clooney. Mm-hmm. Batman Forever is Kilmer. Batman Returns and Batman are, are Keaton. Keaton. Keaton yes. I thought there's five of them. Four. No. There was going to be a fifth one, and then they went... No, because I, no, 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 no. I know there's one I didn't see, and I've seen three of them, four of them, because nope. I saw the Chris O'Donnell one because I remember that... Maybe I didn't. Because Chris O'Donnell is in... Because, I mean, I know it's in the trailer, too, where he walks up. He's like, give me, give me a name. What is it going to be? Nightwing? Whatever. That was the whole point of having two villains in that one, was because then that way you could have... Uh, you could tell a little bit of, of Dick's story. <laughs> <laughs> with, really? <laughs> with Two-Face killing them. And then you could have the... Evol- have, yeah. Because Two-Face doesn't really have a backstory or an origin in that film. He's automatically... He, he starts out as Two-Face. Didn't they show his acid being thrown on his face, though? No? They do it in a flash, a yeah. quick flashback. No, yeah. But he doesn't have an origin story like you have with the Riddler in that. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay, so I, I didn't see Batman. I could have sworn I saw the movie with Chris O'Donnell, and I must have just seen the trailer, because I know I did not see this film. With what? With Batman and Robin? Yep. Yeah, because... Yeah. Oh, yeah, Batman... You had Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. You had. I remember Alicia Silverstone because everyone called her Fat Girl. No, I know I saw that one. You had Bane in it. You had uh, Mr. Freeze. Freeze. Ah, he's too cold for you now, huh? Ice to see you. Uh, Actually, that's not Mr. Freeze. That's uh, McBain. Um, (laughs) What the hell are we talking about? Mm. Oh, we're talking about Kit Harrington. Yeah, Kit Harrington. Again, it depends on what they do for a Batman film. Matt Reeves' Batman is written for Ben Affleck, who might not be in it. If you're telling me Kit Harrington's going to take Ben Affleck's place in the movie that Matt Reeves has already written, yes. no. That's what the, that's but what then also Matt Reeves is saying that he's he wants to change it to be a younger Batman. Yeah, because he doesn't have Ben Affleck anymore. Yeah. You have to. And then you also Unless have the rumor that Matt Reeves isn't doing Batman. So 
it's, uh, it's such a mess. Yeah. That okay. studio is quicksand. So what about Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker? God, that looks terrible. Yes. That picture of him looks absolutely did terrible. You, did you hear who his inspiration for that character is? Well, when I was reading that article, because Sebastian sent me the link to the article, it doesn't mention that picture that I put up. No, that's a that's a joke because of his posture. Yeah. Okay. If you look at the photo, the posture... Because I didn't read the article, I just was the same. No, it's... it's yeah, because Sebastian... Because uh, when I posted it, and I was like, oh, this No, looks- the joke is based off... Yeah. It's a meme based off the picture. What we're talking about is there was a meme that went out that was the picture from of Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker. Joaquin! Or sort of, he's not Before a Joker. he becomes a Joker. Before he becomes yeah. a Joker. And beside it's Mr. Burns. And yeah. The and joke little, was that he it's, it's, yeah well, the caption underneath is like you'll never believe who his inspiration was and it's a yeah because it, it's, it's from it's uh quickly yeah first look at the Joker reveals Joker finished number one inspiration for the part it's it's not an official thing it's not a, it's, it's just a guy on Instagram mm-hmm. yeah that's all it was and then because he's got kind of the weird hair and the weird posture reading the article that Entertainment Weekly put out it's it says that it draws inspiration from Taxi Driver yeah. The film Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. Are you laughing at me? Are so, you laughing mm-hmm. at me? You must be laughing at me because there's no one else here. Yeah. Um, that's not a bad person to draw. I mean, yeah. draw inspiration from for it. But that picture of him. The, it's also the, the fact that they named they they named him. Yeah, they gave the Joker a name. Yeah, I don't understand that. Because that says smoking <clears throat> in the picture. <clears throat> You don't see a lot of uh, smoking. In you don't see anybody smoke anymore because parents grow crazy, and it always drives me nuts because the Joker's supposed to be the bad guy. Yeah. He should be smoking. But the problem is all kids care about now is the bad guy. Right. Yeah, I mean, that he looks like a professor in that photo. The photo that Todd Phillips put out yeah. uh, of him. I first saw that. I thought it was Dr. Hatfield but, from yeah, work. But that picture, <laughs> the, the one with Burns, yeah. when he's laughing. It's based off of the, the, the posture and everything. He looks mm-hmm. like a pedophile. Yeah. Looks like a... Dahmer or something like exactly, that back in the yeah. day. Well, see, this, the thing is also the, the, the article on Entertainment Weekly says Joker's expected to be a standalone origin story that's not entirely dissimilar to Taxi Driver. And the photo definitely has a Travis Bickle vibe. So it may not be necessarily based off of that Travis Bickle character. Um, we all know that Joaquin Phoenix is crazy, so you really have no idea what you're going to get out of this. It, it's The fascination with the Joker to me, I don't get. As a character that comes in and just sows chaos and leaves is great. An origin film to me makes no sense. I agree. This movie looks like ass. I and and for for some of the some of the rumors that you've got, you know, the whole Alec Baldwin thing that Thomas Wayne was supposed to be this Trump-like character or whatever was in the script. And I'm like, this just does not, to me, does not appeal to me at all. Yeah. And it starts with the idea that it's an origin story for the Joker. The Joker is a great foil who has no background, no realistic background. Well, that was one of the know, great it's things just, It's just Fletcher crazy. One, yeah. Where he kept changing his Did you see story. the story of the, the, the theory that um, Heath Ledger is a former, uh, former Special Forces operator with PTSD? And that's why he's so good at what he does in that film. There's really? a long, yeah. There's a long thing. It's it's a fan theory. Yeah. That Heath Ledger, that Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, he's the Joker. Joker yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, the Joker. Okay, I'm thinking because I'm like Heath no, no, no. Ledger, no. That Heath Ledger's Joker, that the character in, in Dark Knight, is a former special forces operator who has PTSD, and that's why he's crazy. I, I like that theory. Yeah, because he, he he does well with explosives. He knows how to, uh, but he also has. He, it's it's also. Um, uh, that he has CIA training because of interrogation. Yeah. The things that he does, he interrogates Batman. 
it basically he flips that entire interrogation scene around oh, yeah. when he gets slammed he's like don't start with the head it makes him all fuzzy like he has got this uh, his explosive training his manipulation his emotional manipulation the fact that he keeps these stories straight even though all the stories are wrong right. which again is disinformation that you would have to do there's all these different pieces that you put through I'm like it fits. It does I mean, fit. who knows? And I'm sure Christopher Nolan doesn't even know. Yeah. He just kind of threw that character out there, formed into that film. It would also give him you know, a way to pick up some of his men. Yeah. He's, he's proficient with firearms. He's proficient with, with yeah. edged weapons. All the type of stuff that's in there. I it wonder if something a, like that is in that notebook that you know was released a couple years after he died and said this was the notebook that he was... Maybe. Putting everything together with his interpretation of what it's his just, it was an interesting theory in terms in terms of no that, that that's a and great that's theory. The, that's when you put the, when you present the Joker on screen like that where you don't give him an origin you can kind of pull from it right. is, is interesting to me much mm-hmm. more so than if you're going to give him a definitive thing and the thing is he's not going to be Joker for most of this film he's going to be this Arthur character yeah and building a film building a a comic book film based on the villain seems so odd to me oh, I mean right. I know it's it's. It's, also you know, like fans and all of that that love the villains and love the villains. But it's, a villain we're gonna, that doesn't have a backstory. That's the thing but, that's weird well, he, about it. Well, he does and he does in a lot of different places. The one thing is we play with the Joker. Even he's been retconned over and over again. Mm-hmm. He's been he's he's been the, the the murderer of Bruce Wayne's parents. He's been just a, a, a regular Joe Schmo gangster, the Red Hood originally, who goes into the into the vat. Snyder's playing around with the idea in the comics now that the Joker is actually an immortal, mm-hmm. and or there's three Jokers that exist, and that's why he keeps coming back to life, is that only one of them has ever died, and all this yeah. type of stuff, and that explains why they look different and all these kind of things, even though Batman looks different all the time, too, or whatever. <laughs> so there's you can play with it to a certain well, degree, but yes, there, it's just a point where you're sort of like... Go back to to Batman Returns. Or, no, excuse me. Uh, not yeah, Batman introduces him as Joe Chill as the, as the murderer of his parents. And right. up until that point, I think even uh, then... Uh, the Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, sorry. Yeah. You go back to there, you know, he's a comedian. He's you know, failed, he's a failed comedian that loses his wife, loses everybody, and then, you know, starts to evolve into the Joker. Where, you know, there's... Well, so Dark many, Knight, he gives himself three different... Yeah, exactly. Well, I think you're, t- you're thinking of Killing Joke. Well, Killing which, Joke is the one where he's a failed comedian. They give that backstory, and then he falls into the fat, and when he's... God, do they really go into that? And yeah. Is he talking about the animated film? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. What a piece of crap. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The animated film did that. The, the animated film pulled from the, different things. That was... Yeah, you know what it didn't pull from? A 20-page <laughs> story? Yeah. Um, yeah, All right, what else should we no, do, guys? Was, was, I got an idea. Batman has sex with Barbara. Aren't they like 20 years apart? Because isn't yeah. it supposed to be like in animated continuity or some crap like that? But then it's after, mm. she, yeah, but she, it's after she almost gets raped by the Joker. And I mean, it was, uh, it was so. That movie has uh, so much no. Yeah, so, I mean, there's so many different things you can pull from the Joker's origin. I mean, if they went through and they did, like, you know, you, you've seen those films where they start out and they start to give you one version, and then they pull back and they, then they give you another side of that version, and then they pull back and give you, you know, so you you're, you get the same thing, but almost from three different points of view. But in terms of a comic book movie, is that really what you want to do? No. I mean, it could be interesting. It's just, it's, it's, is it a, it's probably be a psychological thriller, I guess, to a certain degree. I don't know what you do with this. Film. What if you did yeah. it where, you know what they should have done? Have him be the villain for Suicide Squad. I agree. But what, what if they would have, what if they do it this way, where, let's say he has multiple personalities. 
so he has he has these different lives that he's leading. One, he's married, you know, happy with so kids. So switch. Yeah, in a way. You know, you have him. You have him yeah. doing all these different that's, things. That's the reveal in the new film. Is that all three of those characters switch. are in the DC universe? It's not switch. Split. 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 Oh yeah, split. I, I knew what you're talking about. But yeah. Make it switch. I'm sure there's a movie called Switch. It's probably like a Freaky Friday movie. But but if you if you have all these things different, you know, they're going on day like day one. You know, you see him doing this, and then it starts to build up, and there's this culmination of him becoming the Joker. It might be more interesting. But then again, you're watching. Is there any? Is there anybody with this that has any interest in seeing this film? I no. do have an interest, but it's because yeah, I love the Joker character. Yeah, you also see crap. And I see crap. <laughs> I don't know if I'll see it in the theater. I, I saw think, Meg, so what do I care? I, mean, yeah, I just yeah. don't care much. Yeah, yeah, for it was fun. Phoenix. It was dumb. <laughs> I like Walking Phoenix as an actor. I it's don't a, it's a hit, hit or miss. I really it depends on the story. Yeah. That's true. I'm not going to go to just to see Walking. No, Phoenix I won't go just see Walking Phoenix. But what I go see with him in it, I enjoy. Yeah, I saw the Johnny Cash movie. I enjoyed him in that. I, saw, I thought he was really good. In that uh, one. You know, obviously I saw Gladiator. Yeah, he was good. In He's it. good in her. I was gonna say her. Yeah, her. I've never seen. You never seen her? Mm-mm. Never seen her. Don't She's never come around. No. She's not on my TV. So, anyways, uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I've actually seen him in. Oh, Signs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in Signs. He was good in Signs. He had the, he had the best part of Signs when he sees the the alien on TV and he freaks out because I did the same thing. I was like, oh. That image was crazy. I'm trying to think of anything else I've ever seen. Like. Um, so speaking of crazy, weird things, Venom has got its PG-13 rating that it's wanted. Is there anybody that's <laughs> interested <laughs> in seeing that film? Nope. Ethan. Me. I'm still interested in seeing it. It's just because Venom is my favorite. Go see going off of... So. Another one that's a see that's like the Joker. It was a great villain, but he got... A fan following and had to become. I mean, for well, God's the, sakes, Venom. It here's the thing: people is Venom. The Eddie Brock Venom has this weird, twisted thing because you have Eddie Brock as a villain, and then he sort of became this sort of good guy. He became a Punisher's character, mm-hmm. then he gets cancer and has to give it up, and he gives it to Matt Gargan. Matt Gargan goes freaking nuts, yeah. right? As a, as a villain, villain eats people and stuff like that. But then they get it to Flash Thompson. Yes. And Flash Thompson, because Flash Thompson is a good person, uses the Venom suit as you know, basically his his secret agent it's like sort when of Peter thing. had it. Yeah. Roughly. Peter was doing the good things too and Flash was strong enough to keep the, the, the vibes. And then by then they had kind of put into the uh um oh God. Uh the idea that there were like multiple symbiotes and yes. they had different personalities yeah. and stuff like that. So that what he the symbiote he had wanted to do Donnie Kate's new run of Venom is actually pretty interesting for someone who, for someone like me that doesn't care one way or the other. I read that first issue and I'm actually really interested in it. Um, but you read Eddie very differently than you read Eddie 25 years ago or 30 years ago when he was introduced. Right. You think about how long that character's been around. I guess it, it would make sense to make those kind of differences. I I just there's nothing in that film's trailer that makes me say I have to go see that. But speaking of the rating. I saw so many people that were disciplined. Oh, I can't believe it's not going to be R. I can't believe it's not going to be R. It was supposed to be R. Well, it was supposed to be R rating. It was supposed to be R rated. They didn't want to cut anything out of it to get it down to a PG 13. PG 13 makes so much more sense for them. It totally makes more sense for them. Because I think Venom Venom as a character, because like Deadpool as a character, you make it R, and people who love Deadpool will go see it, and it makes sense to them. Right. 
Logan for the type of film you did, sure. But Venom, your first Venom film, this character that's supposed to have this mass appeal, you're going to restrict the people that can go see it? Yeah. The people that really want to go see it? You make a hardcore PG-13, and yeah, basically it means you're not going to get the F word more than once. Right. And you're not going to get boobs. Right. Because the violence thing, yeah. especially comic book violence, the MPAA doesn't seem to have any problem with that. Well, it's just like... Lord of the Rings were all PG-13, and yep. Aragorn cuts off the Urukai's head. Yep. And it's, just, it's not super gory. You know, you're not watching the blade go through his neck for four minutes, but you're still a moment where you go, oh, dude, you know, sort of thing. So that's all Venom was ever going to be in the first place and well, they've said wasn't there wasn't there quote something like you know we pushed pg-13 to pg-13 or something they like kept that. trying it trying to get well a no their official quote after it was it was announced as pg-13 was trust me this is going to be a really hard pg-13 yes we're right up against it they they kept they kept basically they they got it to r and then they shaved it down Little by little until they... They should have just kept resubmitting it because that's what happened I think that's with, what they did. Well, that's what happened Oh, you to, mean resubmitting the same film? Yeah. That's what Parker and, and uh, Parker and Stone did for... Um, South Park? South Park. Yeah. They submitted it and it got an X. And then they submitted it again and they got an X. And then they submitted it again and they gave them an R. Yeah. And they're like, well, this is stupid. We never did anything <laughs> different for the film. There's been yeah. a couple of cases of that where they just keep resubmitting the same film. It's like, oh, we made changes, but if you have a different, because you don't get the same Correct. team every time. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. you, you know, if it's say six people that that sit in the theater and watch it, yeah. those six people aren't guaranteed to watch it the second time you submit it. Right. So they got it to a point where they got a bunch of different people and they said that's R. Yeah. Because what else are you gonna do with it? It's just a bunch of little stupid drawings. Right. You know. But yeah, this they kept. They just kept shaving. That little didn't by work little. with Team America. No, <laughs> Team America. They're like, okay, we got to cut it because I think they got an X rating for that like three times. Too. It was an NC seventeen, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, the, right, NC seventeen. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, well, it used to be X. This was this X one they the did. They did. They just kept shaving little by little until they went okay R. And it's so stupid. I mean, the, the guidelines are so stupid. Yeah. You two F I mean? two F bombs automatically makes you yeah, and it's also like thrusts in a in a sex scene. Yep. You know, even though you can't see anything, if it's three thrusts, it's an R. If it's two, and it's like, you can you can show you can show mm-hmm. one like boobs one quick time. It has to be within so many seconds. What also you has can to show be, a butt. It has to be something in the context of your story too. Right. I mean, if it doesn't fit, if it's gratuitous, they'll give you the R. Right. You know, Porky's will get you the R, but but the weird thing is like. The King's Speech yes. is a film that's R because in the middle of it, because it's a true story, one of the ways that they have uh, they have him start to, to learn how to speak is to use the F word over and over and over again. Right. So the scene where he says it like 40 times. In the context of that film, there is no reason that should be exactly. R. Exactly. That should have been available to everybody because even if you're 13 or 14 going to see that film... First off, if you're 13 and 14 going to see that film, you're going to see it for the story. Yes. So give them the story. Right. Like, you know, it's not, yeah, if, if at some point it's just like, you know, the Queen of England's riding Prince Philip and her <laughs> is flying all over the place, then yes, give it an R because there's no reason for that to exist. But because based off of a true story, yeah, you totally if did. you're going to see it, that's what it's going to well, be. Logan to me, getting the R rating just gave him a chance to drop the F bomb with everybody. Yeah. And the movie, the I mean, movie's there, there, there's well, here's some. The, thing. the movie's violence in the first half, first quarter maybe yeah. of the film, is also ramped up. It's, oh, it's, yeah. it's more gory than any of the other yeah, ones yeah, you've yeah, seen. Yeah. Once that passes, like that first, the, the, the last half of that film, 
there's nothing in it that to me would be an R, unless yeah. I'm misremembering. I only even, saw it even once. When the kids, even when they had the kids by the battle at the end, there really isn't anything. No. So it is kind of weird where it's like it's almost halfway through it, they just dropped the R rating. Right. They're like, okay, we got all our F bombs out of the way or whatever. Deadpool, of course, is R because it's it's crude humor. Yep. There's nudity in it. There's yep. a lot of gore. But it's like this super cartoony gore. Right. And half of it is like Looney Tunes stuff oh, that totally. happens, happens to the coyote. Well, the whole you know. uh, Winnie the Pooh in. Yeah, part. and stuff like that. Yeah, and so that those types of films take that R rating to, to do... Yeah, I mean, that's... My, my critical review of Logan was that the first 15 minutes was how many times can we cram the F word into this to yeah. try and, you know, turn... You should have had him just wink to the kids, you know, like... It's our kids. Wink. And because then stab I somebody think, through I the eye. I think at one point, every character but Laura drops the F-bond. Yeah. And I wish they hadn't done it with uh, with Professor X. I, that was my... When because I I'm if you put those films together, I could see Logan be someone who was sort of like, you know what, I'm not... The one thing I can do is not use bad language and then give up. Yeah. But Professor X is sort of like, it's the one thing I... I you know, it, it's I, stupid. I, I, whatever. I, I had a problem with him saying it too, but yeah. Uh, so Venom getting a PG-13 may help it get more viewership. More the PG-13 helps them internationally. Yes. Even more so than it helps you here. It helps you with repeat viewings so that you can have 16 and 17-year-old kids be able to go to the movies after, after school and go see it the second time and the third time and the fourth time because it, it really it, it hasn't affected any of the Marvel films. Yeah. Last time I checked, Avengers Infinity Wars is PG-13. Yep. You don't have Captain America throwing a spear at someone going, fudge! You had not fudge. Right. But I didn't say fudge. You know, it's... You, it's you kiss language. your mother. Language. Yeah. You kiss your mother with that one. I mean, even when he says, what was it? He said hell or damn in... in uh, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. he says damn or something like that. Yeah. And, uh, that's the joke that's in it. mother with that mouth? Yeah. yeah. Language. And they're able to use... What the heck did I just watch? That was PG-13 that says the S-word twice, I think. Uh, the S-word you can say. I know, but that's what I'm saying. is You can say it a couple of times or sure. whatever. So it's so like PG-13 is not what you thought PG-13 was. Right. Hell, Green Band trailers are now saying the S-word. Yeah. Yeah. But, but that trailer... The only thing, that's, the trailer ver- the that only thing on. that's verboten anymore is boobies. You just don't show movies in any films anymore. I misrated yeah. R movies from... from from the 80s when you were a kid all you want to do is watch rated R you were guaranteed you were guaranteed nudity yeah just in general that was a great that was a great thing about horror films too in the 80s oh yeah that's all that was that that was well that's what you had you always had horror films that appealed that were made to appeal to 16 year olds to try and sneak into theaters to see it yeah because as much as the as much as the um, the box office but it was also the buzz for those types of films where the type of people that would get um, that would get other people excited about it, I mean, we see it now also. Yeah. You know, what they're trying to do is to get certain geeks excited about these types of films so that they go see them and talk to everybody else about going to but see them and what even the you. TV trailer that was just on during the football game tonight for Venom, I just... I know I'll go see, see it in the theater because I'm, I'm like that. But... I just walk I, out probably being not super interested in that character one way or the other in terms of of time. It's sort of I 
don't see myself seeing that movie. Yeah. CG to me doesn't look that great. So CG doesn't look that great. I still have a problem with the way Venom looks. I'm sure the other symbionts that are going to be in it are not going to look. Symbiotes. 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 Sy- no, it's she symbiotes. Says, she says symbiotes. symbiotes. She says symbiotes, doesn't she? Yeah. Symbiotes. Symbiotes. She says symbiotes because it sounded like a, a breakfast cereal. <laughs> Get your symbiotes and grain in the morning. We are hard to kill you. I don't know. So it'll be. It'll be one of those things where I'm sure no, I, we, we'll have we a conversation here. about it when it when it's out in two weeks. We it's only two weeks? It's the first weekend of October. Okay, right. well, you and Ethan can do the review for that. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? I didn't even go see The Predator because I've heard it's terrible, Yeah, I too. haven't seen The Predator either. Yeah, that one's getting shot down quick. I've seen I saw all the other Predator films in the theater. But I didn't see Predator 2. Get to the chopper. I well, just, I didn't see the first Predator in the theater either. I just don't have... I still remember the first time I saw that film, though. I was home, and I had it on video, and I'm like, oh, Get down. Get down again. Well, it's funny. One of, the, one of the guys in the speakeasy was talking about the film, and he's like, well, it's just all these terrible one-liners. I said, well, one-liners don't work if it's not Arnie. Right. You know, right. if it's not Arnie coming, knock, knock. <laughs> if it's <laughs> not Stick around. <laughs> Was, uh, Sly had his fair share in the 80s. Who said you can eat my cookies? They just weren't but it's as, not, it's not not as memorable. It's not the same. Commando exists for one reason. Oh, it's God, just, yeah. It's just for... <laughs> Arnie just has a series of one-liners. <laughs> I mean, th- if I ever saw Batman and Robin versus Ice Dude or whatever, Mr. Freeze, the only reason I could ever sit that, through that film was just for the bad puns. Oh, his bad Ice one-liners. To see you. <laughs> it's like the hockey team from hell. Ah. <laughs> Everybody, chill. <laughs> they should have. They should have him do the venom. We are hungry. <laughs> All right, anybody got anything else? We are. We are an alien life form from another planet that has come here to, to, to get over your skin and kill people. It's going to be awesome. All right, so Arnie, take us out. Arnie, I don't. I don't know. We're going home. Uh, no more show. It's over. <laughs> Go check, home. Us on, check us out on Facebook.com yeah, slash Dirtables. We don't, why do we it's even do it? We're also on Twitter at Dirtables Show and on yeah, Instagram we, as we Dirtables. We don't do anything there. <laughs> we don't do anything there. I don't know why we keep doing it. We keep telling people about all the social media and all the things that they can go to. None of us do anything out of it. It's just too busy. I have to argue with you guys to get them on there. Maybe you should stop arguing. This is not going to happen. Well, they're all connected, so we post on one, it goes to all of them. Well, like the fact that we even get together to do a show is amazing. I know. (laughs) For what, almost four and a half years? At least once. No, we we had had five years. Yeah, we had our fifth anniversary. Five years. In April. I made mugs. That's right. <laughs> hey, come on. We've, I don't think any done, of them has that. We've done two Comic-Con panels. We've been going on for five years. We did a few videos. And still no one listens to the show. <laughs> <laughs> and for Chris, we and like Mike, I'm already saying we'll talk to you next week. Maybe six. Thank you, four people. <laughs>